Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I can't. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hello. We have to hold the microphones the whole time. It's That's all right. all right. I'm going to scoot closer to you. Okay. <laughs> That's how you're feeling. That's good. Uh, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Good. We are on our baby Baby moon. moon. <laughs> you're supposed to say baby. I'm supposed to say moon. Baby, we are on moon. our baby moon. Baby moon. Baby moon. Where um, are we? We are in, actually, I shouldn't give the location. <laughs> That's we're not in, where we we're are in, at all. We're in North Carolina at an <laughs> undisclosed location. <laughs> yes, we are on our final little trip. Yeah, together. I, no, not ever. Well. For just a little bit. You know, I'm almost about to have a baby, so yeah. this is our final trip before the baby, right. but not final trip ever. Just the last time we're going to have some alone time for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. I'm not going to be one of those parents that's like, I can never leave my baby. Mm-hmm. We got to have our alone time. Yeah. So we are in North Carolina. Um, I actually just went to Oklahoma last weekend to have my baby shower with all of my friends and my family so that was really nice to do that one more time and then I flew in Monday woke up packed drove to North Carolina right Right. I must say usually we are really smooth at road trips and things are fairly easy and smooth for us in this one the road trip from Sarasota to North Carolina was pretty difficult yeah, but, that was probably one of our worst days of driving. Yeah, it's hard. The whole time it was dark and rainy, and there was a tornado watch and warning at some point. Right. It was like where we were, wherever we were. Um, I think we were in South Carolina? No. It was our tornado warning. Um, we just weren't yeah. very efficient with our stops. Like, we are usually really good at our stops. Like, we get, we get in and out, we're back on the road, but... I think it, we had two hours. It was supposed to take us nine hours. It took us so, 11. I think I was tired starting off with Kayla was a little tired just from her previous travel, you know, the few days before. But I so am a trooper. A, she really is. She is. So, I am a trooper. So we've been here in North Carolina for a few days. Uh, we've got to explore. Uh, and it's both our first times here in the state. It's yeah, a new state for us. Yeah, I haven't got to explore Checking it off the list. How do we? How did we get this cabin? 
Yeah, so <laughs> that's a whole other can of worms. No, it's not. We just all right, you so, have friends. This is their house. We are at their house. All right, so <laughs> it's not so that we, uh, yeah, Stefan and Nikki, uh, they are from Sarasota, Florida. They've had this house up in North Carolina for some time. Uh, they would come up here in the summertime or they would Airbnb it out. And, you know, they just lived there in Sarasota, had small businesses there. Um, and they just recently kind of decided, like, hey, let's make it full time and let's turn our summer house into just the place that we live year round. So they sold their Sarasota home and they've been here uh, living in North Carolina. But I know. Nikki from she was a manager at the restaurant that I worked in and um honestly she's just like another mother to me you know what I mean and we've had a really awesome special relationship I met her husband uh Stefan who I met him at a Christmas work party that Nikki brought him to and we just hit it off Mm -hmm. and uh I would see him at the gym that I worked out in he would come in about the same time every day, so we would always see each other and say hi. Well, after we talked at that Christmas party, we kind of became buddies, and then so we ended up just working out together. Uh, yeah, we would work out several days a week together, so that's how I met Stefan. Yeah, he's in super good shape. Yeah, he's in he's in great shape. Um, and then his he has two. They have two sons, uh, Kenny and Austin, and then. I actually trained both of them behind the bar, uh, bartending. And so I know that entire family. Uh, <laughs> and we are sleeping in their bed uh, so, now. Yeah, we're staying at their so, house. and no, Very grateful for them to let us come and stay here. Yeah, they're just like another, um, yeah, just Stefan's kind of like a mentor to me. And just, yeah, they're like a family that yeah. we're really close yeah, with awesome. and they're they're awesome they are yeah. awesome so that's kind of how we even got to north carolina I've, I've been wanting to come here for a long time we've been to georgia south carolina but never quite made it up to here um and this was kind of our opportunity so we jumped on it while we while we could and this right. is our last little hurrah before yeah. baby boy comes out so obviously Get north carolina down. is beautiful i would say this time of year is a little slower because it's not the leaves aren't changing it's cold so we're sitting here outside. um in their kitchen looking outside and they got bird feeders and there's deer feeder and there's deer all in Jeez. their neighborhood they actually live in like a horsing community a horsing community horse you know an equestrian. equestrian yeah i don't want to give away horsing too many i don't want to give away too many details <laughs> their uh, house looks uh, like this location <laughs> so uh, the car is outside you know <laughs> But no, it's really, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's still really pretty. Um, I want to talk about our experience as we drove. (laughs) So we were driving for 11 hours. The last hour of the drive, I'm driving because we switched off. Like Tyler started, then I went, and then Tyler, and then I had, I was the one finishing and while you were asleep. Right. And I'm already not a good late night driver. I'm... I get tired. Like, as soon as it's dark time, it's really hard for me to drive I at night. I didn't know that you were ready to switch. <laughs> well, I was being nice. You were being nice then. <laughs> Just not a surprise. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, the last hour, thank God, I, we had stopped at Sonic. And so we both had two 
cups full of ice and I'm like I can just feel myself like getting tired my eyes are getting real heavy so I'm like what can I do to distract myself I was like oh okay I'm gonna chew on this ice so I got about 30 minutes of my cup and I was like chewing on the ice it was keeping me awake it was cold and then I was out and I was like I woke you up I was like hey (laughs) give me your cup of ice I was like I need I need your ice so anyway I, I chewed on ice for the last hour of the drive in the dark and for whatever reason, it hasn't even done this to us since, but it took us, the last hour was like through neighborhoods, not on the highway, which is weird right. because the whole time we've been coming back here, we've been going on the highway. So anyways, I'm like driving 40 miles an hour. I have my brights on because there's deer everywhere, or wildlife. It was just, it was just not great. Anyways, so we pull into the neighborhood. We are 0.8 miles away from the house and I'm yeah, seeing the miles. light at the end of the tunnel almost there and then it had been raining like Tyler said all day and we come up to a huge flood we were 0.8 miles from the house yeah the, the road pretty much went and then it disappeared into the <laughs> darkness and you could see it up a ways coming up out of the uh, you know and it was probably 25 yards 30 yards yeah of that. and then all we see is water like branches fence there's a fence that runs parallel to the road and it goes and it just disappears and then then it comes up out the other side yeah not very much of the fence i'm like i don't know how how tall this fence is we didn't have any awareness we just looked at this thing for a few minutes and i'm like am i gonna have to take off my socks and shoes and go out there and try to wade across and see where the road is you were about to like i'm gonna go and Take off my shoes. And Anyways, get... we looked at the map, and there was actually another way around. So God. we just had to go another mile or two back down around the road. That's, and that's... another way, and we made it. Yeah. But, yeah so I'm that's... looking at the fence. I'm looking at the trees, and I'm like, I don't know how tall these trees and fences were before I got here. So I can't drive this truck through the flood with a chance of it flooding. <laughs> Yeah. Right when we were right by so the So this is my brand new pickup truck. And like <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I got oh my my, my dog, my girl, my baby, all of our podcast equipment. And I I'm thinking. I can't, can't flood this thing. I'm thinking, man, this is all I got in here. <laughs> no, but okay. So, we made it. So we, and we made it. But to me, this is like a, if, you, if you're aware or you're. Um, this is a metaphor for life, so to speak, right? You know, we literally, we're off on this journey, going down the road, maybe a little bit of our timing's off, you and I, or, or whatever, and, and we get here, and it's raining, and then, like, we're right by our goal, and literally, there's a flood, and it's just like, we might have to sleep in the truck and just... Or wait this thing out for a little bit, yeah. you know, or, or wait until we see another car come across yeah. or, or, you know, people that live here maybe know. So it's, uh, to me, you have these experiences in life and if you're open and aware to them, you realize that it's a metaphor and it can be a metaphor for life. Mm-hmm. And so this metaphor being maybe we're very close to our goal and we just got to be a little patient and find a, find another way around. <clears throat> yeah. But we made so. it. And it's been awesome. Um, they do have two cats, and my dog <laughs> doesn't typically like cats. He's done good. I feel like they've all done good. I think Ooh. Kayla just gets a little nervous about the cats, and then he's nervous. And right now, these two birds are fighting outside. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, you got like the squirrel, <sighs> the bird feeder, they have a deer feeder. Anyway, it's just nature, all the nature, nature. stuff. But yeah, the dogs and cats have gotten along, or the dog and cats have gotten along pretty well. Yeah, so looked up a couple of things to do around where we are staying. We're in a pretty good spot. We are... Really close to Asheville. We are really close to Charlotte. And then there's this one place that I really wanted to go that I've seen before. If you haven't ever seen it, looked it up, been, whatever, it's called Pretty Place Chapel. And although it's a little creepy (laughs) and secluded, it was really beautiful. It's basically just this uh, outdoor chapel with pews and a roof and a cross um, that sits overhanging, looking over the mountaintop, um, looking out toward, towards the mountains. And I, I'm not really one to research <laughs> things. I just like the way they look. So honestly, I have no idea what this place is even about. I mean, I know it was at the YMCA camp Greenville and, mm-hmm. and, uh, Greenville, South Carolina. It's called pretty place chapel. But other than that, I have no idea. All I know is it's pretty. So, Do you know anything about it? <laughs> Did you read any I of read, the signs I, I, that I don't? I read all the things on the wall, all the plaques. Those are just like quotes. It's a lot of history, you know what I mean? So, Yeah, there was like a picture of a guy from obviously a long time ago. And there wasn't the roof yet, I don't think, but he was just outside um, with the pews and the, mm-hmm. and the cross. So it looked like it was really old. I just have no idea how old it was. It's beautiful, beautiful for sunset. Yeah. She made me wait in the car, <laughs> in the truck for two hours. <laughs> and we're out there and she's like, all right, yeah. And I was like, you said we were going to a town. I thought we were like going to a, a city, you know what I mean? I'm like expecting taco trucks and vending machines. Mm. and We did get there a little early. So we got there a couple hours I early. I just and figured there was, it was going to be really busy, so... Yeah, so anyways, got to take a nap in the truck for about 20 or 30 <laughs> minutes, which is what I needed. And then it was a great sunset. It was good. You didn't want to wait till sunset, but then when you experienced it, you were happy you did. That's I like always another am. metaphor I always for am. life. I always am. Yeah, you're That's right. That's another metaphor. That's why we're good for each other. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm impatient, and you're like, come you, on, dude, just yeah, do it. And I'm like, do, all right. You do well about just, you don't complain. You're just like... Oh, you can tell. Okay, can, I didn't know we were doing this, but you can tell I'm not completely thrilled. Yeah, but I'm not like too upset <laughs> you about never it. Get mad, but uh, and I haven't done that too often. Usually, you know the plan because I'm the planner of most of our trips. I would say. Yeah, but you're not even like a super big planner. No, either. we kind of go fly by the seat of our pants a little I bit. I do. I do like that. Which is kind of a point we'll get to later about why, you know, the importance of traveling, why we like to travel, what we think it brings right. out in each of us. But, uh, right, so yeah, and then we did that. That was like, when uh, we were there, I uh, had a little oh, yeah. jar of my dad's ashes. And so I spread them out there and I just thought it was a beautiful place. And I'm thinking, you know, I know that he would be proud of me, like getting to travel and see all these places and, you know. I kind of wish that we had got more time together so that he could be with me at those places. So, yeah, that know. was that was a special moment. I think. Yeah. So we were really all alone yeah. for a little bit, and then, yeah, you you brought just a little bit of your dad's ashes and spread them out. And did you 
say anything or think anything? No, I just said his little mantra that he always he always says is like, um, uh, I expand in abundance, success, and love as I encourage others to do the same. Just, cool. Yeah, that's, that's kind good. of the little mantra. <laughs> so we did that, and yeah. then we got Wolverine pizza on the way home. Yeah, we did. I'm pretty sure the guy that made it's the one that took the credit card and charged me because yeah. uh, so he had all towns. sorts of patter all over his stuff. But I'm like, you know what? That's small business mm-hmm. right there. Man that making the pizza checks you out. That's that's what's up. I mean, it was connected to a gas station, so I didn't really have high hopes, but it was actually really good. Yeah. Wolverine Pizza, shout yeah, out. Shout out to them. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> You want to talk about where we went yesterday? Yeah. Where did we go yesterday? The Biltmore. Mm -hmm. That's just it, the Biltmore. It's like the Biltmore estate. Whenever you get big, you just need one name, like Drake, Eminem. That's my goal, is to have one name. Okay, so is it just Kayla? Hmm, I don't know yet. You don't even know what your one name is? (laughs) Yeah. I mean... That's not their name, though. Biltmore isn't their name. It's Vanderbilt. Yeah, everybody knows that name, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> they got, I don't really know how they got Biltmore. They're, so, Again, they're I don't, so good, they could just have two first names. I don't research. I just research so we how the, beautiful places are. I don't research yeah. the history. I'm, like, walking around. There's signs everywhere, and I'm like, you can go read the signs. I don't. Okay, I'm so do you want me, to, I want me to give you some history yes. about the Biltmore? Educate me on the Biltmore estate. Okay, so what I learned while I was there is the man that designed the place was hired by um, George Vanderbilt, right? And it was Frank uh, Frederick Law Olmsted, and that's who designed the place. And I think I wrote it down, what he said. It says, uh, essentially, what I have designed is to be realized. And so, like he was saying, as he was getting older... And they were doing some revisions on the Biltmore and the estates. Uh, they were doing some revisions, and he was like, as I kind of withdraw, essentially, from these projects a little bit and kind of do some reflecting as to why I'm doing this uh, at all, he's like, I guess I'm just doing this kind of to be noticed, to be realized, to, to be taken seriously. And I just kind of thought like that was prolific because if you see the space and you see how big this complex is and the way things are designed, it's like this place is massive. I would definitely say it worked. His goal worked. It was uh, what was like eighteen. It's definitely realized every single day by hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) You pay money to look at it. That's kind of what I was telling my brother-in-law Miles. I'm like. You know, think about how being so prolific or your career is like uh, so massive that people are paying to just be in the parking lot to go see the stuff that you made. You know, it's pretty, pretty It's pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll have something like that one day. You got to build it and they will come, they say. So, yeah. Yeah. What else? You know how many acres is on the Biltmore? Did it say? It's so big. Like. A lot. I don't even. You, you turn down. You turn off from the main road. Off 
you know, through a street light. And within about half a mile, you're at the entrance. I'm like, oh, here it is. Oh, no. You go to the entrance and then you drive another you probably 10 drive, minutes. I would say you could drive like three to five miles yeah. around. Well, just to even get to the parking lot, to even get to walk to the estate. Right. I mean, massive. I mean, when you look gaudy. at the. <laughs> Yeah, like almost gothic. When you look at the when you look at the structure of the building, there's actual um gargoyles on the top yeah. of it. A couple of gargoyles, there's a lot of crosses. Uh I was looking at at the architecture. There's a lot of copper that runs alongside the top of the building that is obviously old, so it's like faded to that green. The pitch of the roof is like super steep if you know anything about pitches of roof it's like a 12 12 pitch <laughs> it's like super steep you know it's um I yeah don't know. yeah so i, I just, just know i probably wouldn't have wanted to live in that place growing up it's super creepy yeah that's too what big and if you were like a kid going to grandma and grandpa's house you're like i don't want to go there <laughs> it's like why not it's like the place is crazy the place is huge <laughs> Um, oh man but, but it was beautiful the grounds i mean so again this time of year i think even yesterday was the first day they said like tickets were super cheap just because you know, people, i assume the grounds are more blooming and green and there's lots of flowers and it was just like dead everything's dead but so so the landscape beautiful. is this giant gothic house is built on top of a hill uh with the kind of mountains surrounding you can kind of look down into the valley with some rivers flowing around there um yeah but the the part that you really liked was like the greenhouse so because everything is green right right so indoors and getting lots of so the frederick law olmstead designer guy when he said that i realized i designed i designed the stuff because i want to be noticed or realized it's like the Vanderbilt guy had so much money and wanted to create something so special because of that landscape that he had noticed and seen. And then that Frederick Law guy was able to design it and create it and make it spectacular. And uh, yeah, now people pay money to come visit it at all times of the year. They said people even uh, pay a yearly membership just essentially to go walking out yeah, there. Yeah, which is cool. It, yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty incredible, honestly. The, the greenhouse was really spectacular. Like in uh, Florida, well, coming from Oklahoma City, you had the botanical gardens, which I've been in, which are really, uh, botanical gardens are very nice. Then I've been to the Marie Selby Gardens, which they have a lot of plants. I don't think that, no, if we went into a greenhouse there, but. Yeah. Uh, a very small one. Okay, but then here. This one was heaven. This one was very, very spectacular. Yeah, gosh, just probably, keep up with that. Probably the be- one of the better ones I've ever been in. <laughs> yeah. All sorts of flowers yeah. and plants. it was and cool. It was very, very, very pretty. Yeah. Very pretty. Okay, so covered the Biltmore. Now we could talk about uh, you taking me to kind of more my zone of genius. Mm-hmm. And the short drive over to Asheville. Okay. Asheville, North yeah. Carolina. That was good. That was right um, there next to each other. It just reminded me of Austin a little bit. Um, okay. With hills, but Austin's it was super cool. Hills. Um, yeah, it's, it's like Austin, Texas. Very artsy. Texas. That's why I wanted to take him. I figured he would have a good time going in the studios. There's lots of working artist studios, galleries. 
Um, the art garden was really cool, which I wanted to take him to, um, art garden AVL is what it's called. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was awesome. And we always collect stickers. So I got my, my North Carolina Asheville stickers. Yeah. Got those. That's our thing. It's like when we travel, we have a whole box of stickers on our travels. So yeah, we went there. We didn't get to explore that as much. And then we went downtown and had yummy Mexican food and some queso. From Keisho and walk around a little bit. There's all sorts of stuff down there. Yeah, that was downtown was really nice. Lots like of shops. That. I like their downtown. Yeah. So yeah, we hit uh, the Biltmore and then Asheville and then so that's been our last two days. And today, yeah. I think we're just chilling today because yeah. it's supposed to rain. So it might be a, like cozy cabin, laid yeah. by the fire on the bare skin relaxed rug because we've just been going. <laughs> I got tired last night. <laughs> We were walking around like after the, eating some Mexican so food, fast. and I just look at Kayla. And I'm like, I hit the wall. <laughs> I hit it. I'm like, I'm gonna be done. I'm done. <laughs> you are. The thing is, though, is like I know when I'm I hit that wall. Shoot, I could sleep in the in the bed of the truck for ten, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, and pop right back up and <laughs> get ready. To Why go. do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. You're partly narcoleptic. You could. Yeah. Just be like, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. And you're out. Uh, I don't know. I fall asleep easily. Yeah. And anywhere. Yeah. I can't sleep in the in the car. It's hard for me. Yeah, it is. That's a hard one, though. But I make it work if I have to. So then since you drank, I drove home in the dark again. <laughs> I didn't have any ice chips. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor girl. I was pretty tired. Felt like I slept two hours. <laughs> Like I woke minutes. up and I was like, man, oh, ready to go again, ready. Yep, so today is my birthday eve. Yeah, tomorrow's your birthday. That's what I was going to say is we have another big thing coming up. Not just a baby, we have a birthday. Yeah, but what did I tell you? It's like a boring number this year. 34? Your Shaquille 34. O'Neal number? Was he 34? Yeah, last what year was Larry Laker. Bird. This year is Shaquille O'Neal. Well, he was 34 in his Laker years, I think. Those are his best years, right? Those are his big years. (laughs) We watched his documentary. We should know. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good documentary. Uh, And then next year will be Kevin Durant year. Yeah. Who's 36? No one. Like like (laughs) Marcus Morris or somebody. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Yeah, he went to Oklahoma State. (laughs) Uh, So tomorrow's my birthday. And Tyler's has something super planned. I just know it. She keeps pressuring me. I just know it. It's, oh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm so excited to see what Tyler surprised Man, me with. I, I thought of so many different things. I really had so many different things in the cart on the checkout. So much different stuff. And it's just like, you know what? We're just going to let it fly this year. We're going to go. Don't tell people that. I have some things that are in the, in the cart. <laughs> what cart? <laughs> A grocery cart? Yeah. My online virtual cart, Amazon like cart. It's going to order me some avocados. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're so funny. Anyways. He's about to hit that submit button on the Instacart checkout. we got some things going on. we got some <laughs> farmer's markets to hit. So tomorrow, I think we're going to, are we going to do Charlotte tomorrow? I think so. I thought we had a farmer's market to go to tomorrow. I don't know. I didn't plan that, did you? I got something written down on something somewhere. <laughs> I think you might have 
Maybe you'll get one thing in that you planned this trip. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll get my 10 minutes. <laughs> he basically uh, just wakes funny. up and he's like, this whole day is planned out. Well, this comes back to a question I had. How do you think we've gotten better in our traveling? Or have you just gotten better? I've just gotten better. you just gotten better about showing up. I like that. I'm good at showing up. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. What time? What time? That's basically what you say. Mm-hmm. What time? All right. Sunset? All right. <laughs> I didn't say all right. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I actually, yeah, I need to research more on Charlotte. I don't know. Well, I think we kind of, like I said, sometimes fly by the seat of our pants and we don't. I think it's kind of good sometimes not knowing what to expect when you go into this travel because I know when we have traveled before, we went to Lake Powell and I've seen like pictures and stuff and you see all these extravagant like photo edited, you know, Photoshop pictures and you're like, dang. Then I got there and I was like, yeah. well, this place is a dump. It's <laughs> like I was very underwhelmed. I'm like, Pfft. But the thing is, is if I didn't know anything about it, I hadn't seen those pictures and I showed up, I might think it's pretty neat. Yeah. You know, but it's like I go into these with with such high expectations for this whole thing. Kind of similar, like not really having any expectations or doing any research. Then you just go be in it for a little bit. You might catch a vibe somewhere and really like, you know, really like a place. So. I mean, I did that in Colorado. I ended up staying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Just went and kind of checked it out. Yeah. Eating clean shouldn't be boring, and you don't have to lose track of healthy eating habits during the holidays. Feel your best and satisfy your cravings with adventurous eats made nutritious with Green Chef. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands, and now... My listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. Every customer gets a free session with our registered dietitians who can walk you through how to make clean eating work for you. You'll discover exciting new flavors with recipes that feature certified organic fruits and vegetables, sustainably sourced seafood, and unique farm fresh ingredients. You can also stock up on functional snacks and clean beverages to energize you through the day with the new Green Bundles, your one-stop shop for nutritious grab-and-go breakfast, brunch kits, wholesome lunches, ready-to-eat snacks, veggie sides, and more. The Green Chef recipes are unlike any other meal kit I've ordered. My favorite is the Thai spiced chicken salad. My fiance and I are busy with our days and jobs and now expecting a baby on the way. We love to connect through cooking dinner together. We both follow a healthy lifestyle, so when we order Green Chef, we know we are staying on track with our eating goals. Go to greenchef.com slash 60habits and use code 60habits to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's greenchef.com slash 60habits and use code 60habits to get 60% off plus an additional 20% off your next two months. Get the number one meal kit for eating well at a huge discount going on now. How much how much did you love traveling before we got together? I don't know if I I've I just kind of invigorated that in you a little bit or you yeah. already. Yeah, a little bit. I think 
I could stay in my comfort zone, whereas you kind of helped bring that out of me a little bit. Where you're like, come on, let's go. I'm like, all right, let's go. You know? It's like, I <laughs> like could, what? I could just it's stay like at what? the house, you know, but you're like, come on, no, we need to go do this. I'm like, all right, let's go do this. And then after I do it, I'm like, all right, I feel better. Mm-hmm. So you why know? do you love traveling? Um, why do you think it's important to travel? Why do you think it's important for people to get out of their comfort zone? I just think adults, as you get older, you experience less and less new things. So in order to keep your life interesting, if you keep exploring new things, new places, new food dishes, new everything, it keeps you young, keeps you feeling good, you know, and you learn, you grow like that. So the you more really excited when you say that the more the more traveled you are the more world renowned you are you know yeah the, like, mo- the more entertaining you are the better i like what you said at the beginning where you said you experience less and less new things which is so true because obviously when you're growing up as a kid everything's new right and then every go from high school to college that's brand new you graduate college and get a real job that's brand new yeah so once you kind of hit those 30s, you're kind of just like stuck in your mundane routine. And mm-hmm. I've never been a fan of mundane routine. So I have to keep my spirits alive by seeing new places. And like you said, um, you asked how we've gotten better. And I just think traveling is definitely, it will test you. It will challenge you when you're walking into something brand new get 0.8 miles away from the house and we come up on this freaking test. I'm like, how are we going to handle this? So it kind of helps. It kind of tests our relationship too, of like being in the car all day. And yeah, we have to problem solve together on the fly. Tired. Like I can feel that in my brain when that's happening. I'm like, Ooh, we're problem solving. Yes. (laughs) Like I like it. Yeah. Experiencing, having experienced. It's so, so funny. Just pulling up and just, you pull up to just this is like a movie. A disappeared road. And it's yeah. like, uh, I felt like, <laughs> like I felt movie. like uh, ice road truckers. Like the, you ever seen uh, ice road no. truckers? Anyways. Oh, there's a cat. Scared me. Um, so yeah, that's another way I think travel is is important. Um, experiencing new things, challenging yourself, going into the unknown, learning okay. new cultures or new, you know, being with people and seeing how they. Yeah. Utilize that space or that town. seeing the way other people live. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating to me. Going to Martha's Amish Bakery. Yeah. You didn't. I'm like, this is what y'all do. I was impressed. I was. No. But I like it there. I'm like, I like this is Martha's. what y'all do every day. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Oh, I was going to say out of 10. <laughs> Sorry. So I think that it makes like a six. It was very flavorful. Yeah. If I would have a banana nut bread, it needs to be like banana-y, sugary, salty, and it was kind of like. Hey. I think it was the textures. <laughs> we'll I'll go back there and get you some banana bread. Do you think for you, being a creative artist, do you think it like resets your creativity or makes yeah. you more creative? When inspired? I go to a place like that in Asheville, the River Arts District, yeah, is that or what just it was travel called? in general anywhere. So. When we went to the River Arts District, I love going to places like that. We went to the River Arts District, and there were some working artists in there. Like, I guess they're studios, but, you know, partial galleries. So you have your working space in your galleries. And I talked to this one lady there. One of her walls was, like, all monochromatic, all black and white, uh, 
textured canvas things. And then the other side was all black canvas with colors of uh, flowers. Talked to her for a bit. She said she had only been there a little over a year, and she had moved there from New Orleans. And she said she loved it there in Nashville. So it's cool to see people that are from another area like New Orleans, which is such a vibrant mm-hmm. culture and history to move to Asheville. It's like, why would she make that move? It's like, okay, well, there must be some sort of resurgence going on here or some sort yeah. of revival going on here in North Carolina yeah. in, in Asheville. And when you see all those warehouses and all those places next to each other, that's what it is. Having a bunch of working artists together and uh, that just revamps all those feelings and that creativity. And it's really yeah, it cool. a pleasure to see. It makes me want to be creative. And I'm not yeah. even a artist or creative, but I'm like, oh, I see a painting. And I'm like, I would really want to try to do that. Yeah. Just be, if I could ever sit <laughs> for more than three right, hours. Right, you have to learn and, to uh, you, but be you, in my zone. I could probably create something really cool. You do. You unwind different ways. You unwind by reading a book, which takes a lot of sitting down, unwinding, not being tapped into anything else, but being tapped into that that book or, you know, when you're creating whatever it is, videos yeah. or anything. I like to create, like, videos and photos. I love editing photos. I love editing videos. Yeah. Maybe production Just, is in my calling. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Producing this by myself. <laughs> um, what other ways are to travel? I think for just mental health. I mean, even just being here, it's really slow, but it's such a good reset from the hustle and bustle of where we live. And right. we it's wake busy. up and we're Traffic. on the go all day. And here it's like, I don't know. No one's. We walked around the neighborhood. And there's the squirrels are happy. No the deer. The deer are happy. Yeah, there's wildlife which I love. Trees. Cats are soaking up the sun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So it just makes makes me like, like makes you calm down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. You like being in that beehive though. You like that that buzzing. I do. I do. But then I do crave slowing down. Which is why we need to have a house in the woods and a house on the beach. Okay. There you go. And a big city. And a trailer to drive back and forth between it. Because <laughs> I couldn't live here full time. Could you live here full time? Yeah. What would you do? Yeah. You what know. would you do? Chop wood? Yeah. Build log cabins? Hike. Help out the neighbors. <laughs> Horseback ride? I could ride a horse. <laughs> I Would could build you? tree houses. I could draw. I could paint. Oh yeah. You could live this slow. Yeah. Okay. Try it out someday. Yeah. I'll try your way and then my way. Turn everything off. Can't find me. You need <laughs> me. Got to drive all the way out here through a flood. <laughs> You know, it's like your beard is three times as long. So you come up the driveway about half a mile. I got time to prepare. <laughs> prepare for what? Whatever. I don't know. You know, like strategically uh, in warfare, if you're on top of a hill, you have an advantage. So just strictly from a military or a combative or commander standpoint, you want to have a good distance and see them coming. So when I come up the driveway, it's going to be warfare. <laughs> Here she comes. We got her. Yep. 
about a half mile. We got her. Uh huh. <laughs> prepare, prepare, prepare. Probably. Too, <laughs> I probably have a million things for you to do when I get there. <laughs> She's got the list. She's got the list. She's coming with the list. Hide. Get, get to your hiding places. <laughs> Groceries are in the car. Uh, oh. Get in the safe house. <laughs> Tyler, I know you're in there. Oh, I know. It does take a lot for me to slow down. I think even um, this morning, my little devotional was just about, it was more so about the grass being greener on the other side. And it's like, it's, it basically was like, it's exhausting trying to constantly climb over fences. Like, Oh, the grass is greener on this side. Okay. I'm going to hop that fence and then it's green. And then after a while you're like, Oh, but it's better somewhere else. Right. You know, so just being grateful, enjoying where you are in the moment. And I, I I think being in nature really helps me with that. Yeah. To me being in nature, if you really sit in it and you're really in, Nature for a long time, you realize how minute you are. You understand like yourself from a different perspective as far as, wow, you know, there's so many other animals or things going on. They have to deal with all this weather, the climate, mm-hmm. you know, different, just so many other things. And we're just, you know, have it fairly easy. So yeah, those poor deer. Yeah. I wonder where they sleep. They build their nice little nest. Where they have deers have nests. Yeah. I've sure. never seen a deer nest. We'll have to look that up later. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen like a huge nest in the middle of the trees where they burrow in. Well, they're not going to let you see it. <laughs> no, they're better than that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so funny. I even bought, I don't have, should I go get my sticker that I bought yesterday that I wanted to show? You want to go grab your sticker? Yeah. Okay. I'll keep everybody entertained. Hey. That's not true. <laughs> I don't have to do that. Yeah, so while Kayla goes and gets her stickers, or she goes and searches, she's had this brain going on lately. Where you, she can't think good because she's got another human being in her. And it's taken some of her thinking capabilities. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's that real baby bump. Basically, th- it had a, a city. It was like a city and then nature underneath. And it was like, sometimes you just need to unplug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The brain one. Yeah. And yeah. A res- yeah un- unplug your brain or something like yeah, that. Sometimes you need to unplug. And I really like that. I think I told you that um, little, it's like a trend going on where people are posting like, oh, I was wondering why I was so anxious and depressed. And they're like showing them drive through a city or being in traffic or on the highway or lots of people and cars. And then it's like, so I left. And then they switch it over and they're like in the mountains, secluded, in nature. And that's that's how I feel sometimes. Yeah, they probably filmed that video in like 30 seconds and then they were like, let's get out of here. (laughs) Nature? Yeah, they probably went out there and they're like filming in the woods and they're like, I don't know how to survive out here. I'm like, we got to get back to that apartment. You know what I mean? Like, I know a lot of people like can't handle it either. Like we are so, um, 
like any of us, like even if you're the baddest dude around, like to go stay out in the elements and just throw up a tent and like make your own fire and like try to survive, you know, that seems like so crazy. I would love to see you do that. Think you could do that? I think if, I don't know if I could, I don't think I could do it by myself. I think if I had a, a group of like, you know, there's like five of us maybe. Like oh three to God, five. That video of those. <laughs> of the survivors. Yeah, with the yeah. girls and the boys. Yeah, the that's an old video. Oh my God, that is Do you remember hilarious. what that show was called? Well, it wasn't Survivors. It was in a different country. It, wasn't sur- it was in a different country. It wasn't Survivor. Oh my gosh. But basically, it was like the difference between when men have to survive and women have to survive. So I think they were all couples, right? They were all couples, but they separated the men from the women and they each had, they got to survive and the women had to survive. And oh my God. I don't know if they had different objectives or what. I think they had like, they all started in a certain spot and they have to to make their way, try to make their, navigate their way through basically the woods, the woods in this, in this jungle. Yeah. I'm going to link it in the show notes. You guys have to watch it. It's (laughs) the women are such Essentially Babies. what happens is the, the group of women are trying to get to this other location. That's like the objective. Well, they keep like going in circles. They kind of keep walking in circles, essentially. And then they're getting flustered and they're all oh frustrated with each other. And they're kind of having cat fights, you know, and they're uh, bickering no, with they each other. But, but they're getting really close. They walk out and they get real close to the, sp- the spot that they're supposed to be. Yeah. And then they end up going right back to where they came from. Oh, my God. They complain about the littlest things. And then the men are over here like, hey, they're having the best time of their lives. Yeah, there's like six guys and they're like fishing out on, in the ocean. And they're like swimming. They're hugging. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're hugging. They're laughing. And, uh, oh my gosh. It's hilarious. Yeah. I'm going to link it because it's so and true. It, I don't know. That's why I just feel like if we were out there in the middle of the woods, right. how would that go down? Right. We had to survive. Well, you would definitely want a little security a little protection a little yeah so where would i find that <laughs> oh jeez, i'm gonna cry it's funny i think i would give you more protection than you would call somebody you'd wake up be like all right so what are we doing today <laughs> no i'd be like are you up no, fire's been rolling <laughs> i haven't slept all night i'm on bear duty Got this freaking pistol on my hip. <laughs> haven't slept a wink. You and your you and Berkeley over here just snoozing. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, right. Oh my god, that is that's what I would be saying to you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Been right. on bear duty all day. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even go pee. He's freaking on bear duty. Gotta watch my son and watch my baby and watch my dog. Oh my gosh. Oh, shoot. oh my gosh. Okay, well what would you be good at and what would I be good at in that instance? Um as far as like the survival? Yeah. Uh, you literally are always thinking, you're always like what's next? What's next? What's next? Like there's gonna come a point where there is no <laughs> next anything. There's like you have to chill. You have to like turn it all off almost. And just sit there? Yeah. Yeah, like if you're surviving, you literally, it's like fire, you know, water. So what would I be good food. at? That's something I'm not good at. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That would be hard for you to like, have to like, 
let go a little bit. Um, but I think you would be good at, <laughs> I don't know, that's hard. Wow. Could you cook? Could you cook fish or something? I couldn't catch it. I could cook it. Maybe you could plant stuff. You could plant some seeds and <laughs> you could pick fruit. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm going to be by myself. Shoot. <laughs> what if I ever, oh, when have no, I ever planted to, anything? I'm going to have to keep you at the house. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay, yeah. what would you be good at? Fishing. I can fish. Okay, with a stick. I could probably catch. If I get real hungry, I could probably catch a small gator with my hands. <laughs> I'd be like, I haven't eaten in like two days. I'm like, mm, I'm gonna get that gator. Yeah, I'll get some it. string, okay, something. I'm like, babe, come over here, get the pocket knife, get something. Watch me get this baseball bat <laughs> or something. I, do? I don't know. <laughs> watch me. I feel better when you're next to me. So <laughs> get over here and watch. Watch this. Watch me wrestle this. Small gator. Uh, with a baseball bat now, and a pocket knife. Whenever, like, you know, COVID first happened and everybody was tripping out and didn't know what the hell was going on, I remember thinking, you know, uh, luckily I did live close to my uncle who's like an army ranger and who's like certified badass and he's got guns. And I was like, okay, well, that makes me feel safe because I know if, like, shit hits the fan, he'll be there to, you know, help protect us. But. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have those uh, intuitions or skills that he that he has like, like that. Hiding so. behind him. <laughs> well, I'd probably be a little bit faster walker and runner than him, but you know, other than that, that's all right. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to do the monkey bars and all that because of his bum shoulder. But it's all right. I won't call him out or anything. No. Oh my goodness. Well, hopefully, we are never put in that situation. But yeah, no. I really wouldn't know what to do. It'd be hard. Hopefully my camera never died so I could document the whole thing. Yeah. And then edit it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. People would be curious. <laughs> edit it, put it out there. Uh, okay, so tomorrow is my birthday. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. So we're in for loads of surprises. And I love my birthday. I... Don't know. I don't really know why I like my birthday. I love my. I tell everyone. It's tell my everybody what you just went through this morning and looked at all your birthday yes. photos from previous years and what is the, what do those previous years look like on your birthday? Yeah. What have you so done in I'm the past? Always tra- I'm always somewhere I don't live, which is awesome. Well, there's one year I was, but okay, so I love. Somehow I'm like always traveling during my birthday. Somehow which you're always in a different place. Yeah. So, 2020 was L.A., 2021 was Florida, 2022 was Colorado, 2023 was New York, and then this year is North Carolina. Wow. So, we only have so many states left. I know, so many years left. It's pretty good, though. Actually, that's good. Maybe you should be in a different state every year on your yeah. birthday. That would I mean, be a good so tradition. I've been in Oklahoma, I've been in. Yeah, anyway, been I've probably been in more different times, but that was just my consecutive years of travel. It's a good streak. It's a hot streak. So... You keep that streak going. Yeah, so I just love telling everyone my birthday. I'm like, it's my birthday. And most yeah. people are like, don't ever want to say it's their birthday. And then like you're like talking to them or someone, you hear someone talking to them and they're talking about their birthday. I'm like, you didn't, I didn't tell know me. it was your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm not like that. <laughs> so we're going to do that. Tyler has an amazing immaculate day planned for me tomorrow. Like yes. I have no idea. I'm going to be totally surprised. Yeah. Can't wait. Well. I know what I wanted to do and where I wanted to take you, but I'm sure 
You might come in with some other plans. <laughs> no, it's a wide open day. I okay. left it open. Good. Because I know you had a surprise. Nice. Awesome. Thank you. And then Sunday, we're also doing a bucket list of mine. And that is going to Elevation Church. Yeah, she's Pastor a- Stephen Furtick. If he's not there preaching, she might have a cow. <laughs> I know. I think he's... Only thing I don't exactly know, which I'm pretty sure I do, is he the location at which he's at. Because there's multiple locations. But I'm pretty sure he's at Valentine location. And that's where we're going. Okay. In the morning, we're going to go Sunday service. See one of my favorite pastors. Yeah. And then we'll head out and go back to Florida. Yeah. And then it's Martin Luther King Day on Monday. There you go. So I, I just feel like there's so many holidays around this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a lot of stuff going on at the beginning of the year. Year's. My birthday, lots of, I have lots of Capricorn friends, by the way, lots of Capricorn friends, lots of people I know are in January. A lot of birthday gifts to be had. Yep. Can't wait for mine tomorrow. Well, what do you, uh, got any final things to say mm-hmm. about no. our travels and no, just your that. birthday and this baby boy? Yeah, and lots going on. It's almost the middle of January, and he'll be here at the end of February, and then yeah. our lives will be forever changed. Yeah, yeah. It's our last little hoorah together. So coincidentally enough, Nikki, whose house we were in, she asked me several years ago when you and I were dating, she said, uh, you know, are you and Kayla considering children? And I kind of just, oh, 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 I said, me and Kayla are enjoying our time right now. And at that moment, I really was. And it's not the fact that I didn't want children. It's just like I enjoy those moments that we have. And I'm not I'm not necessarily in a hurry to like. You weren't at that time? Yeah. I'm like not in a hurry for this, if that makes sense. Because I've probably like rushed a lot of other things in my life or rushed other relationships or done so I want this thing to take its own course and like have its own, you know, have yeah. its own life and not be like, this is what we need to do. But now this is how that it, it is be. happening, do you think we've had a sufficient it's, amount of time together until this next journey? To me, it wasn't even my decision. This was a God, this was a God thing. This was a gift from heaven. This was something that was not of my doing and it's just I mean, like, kind of well i just think that I, i'm telling you like this is just bigger than me yeah you know yeah. so it's i know but like consciously literally looking at it now and your human brain do you think it's you you're like okay if i would have planned this three how long have we been dating two and a half years of dating with kayla traveling was a sufficient amount of time just us two <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if that's, like, really a sufficient amount of time for what? I don't know. Like, to have mm-hmm. a child, you mean? Like, no, like, just our alone time now. You oh, could be like, time. Yeah, and then you'd be like, okay, I think, like, we're ready to add a little spice. <laughs> I think that we're still going to have to find that alone time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I don't think that that should go away. Yeah. That makes sense, but, like. It'll, it's just going to be different. So we're going to have to fight for that time, if that makes sense. We're yeah. going to have to set those boundaries of making these t- times for one another. But we also have to put the uh, the life of our baby ahead of 
everything else. So. Yeah. But we still want to travel. Yeah. Don't want that to go away. Or don't want that to go away. That's literally what I've just been thinking about, praying about. It's like, I don't want to get stuck in the mundane routine. So <laughs> like, when I was I young, like. I didn't get to travel a whole lot. I think we went to Universal Studios as a kid maybe once. Uh, maybe did some like in-state camping and stuff like that. So never like really cross-country road trips. And I think just seeing how smoothly things have been for you and I as we travel, bringing a, bringing a child into that kind of space, what kind of child wouldn't want to grow up camping outside and being outdoors and seeing different parts of the United States? Like, you might not even understand what's going on, but you do know that feeling of freedom. You do know that feeling of, like, hearing animals and and feeling the wind and... and that plays into your subconscious and into your brain as to how you feel later on in life. So I think a lot of people want to protect their child and they keep them indoors or they keep them at home and they just like really like, it's like you're protecting your child so much like this, that like when they go out and bump their knee or fall down, that it's like, Oh my gosh, you're all right. It's like, and then they're, you know, whereas if we, get out and you learn those boundaries as a kid um, you know maybe what you're capable of what you're not capable yeah. of you you know kind of trust yourself and, I, and your instincts a little bit more yeah I think that and I think traveling really teaches you about minimalism and I'm all about minimalism and it's almost like I I don't want to set such high standards for my child where it's like the standards are so high and they're constantly reaching for that. It's like, I want them to just learn the very basics of life. And I feel like you learn that through nature, traveling, being very minimal and then being like, he's content and happy and grateful for that minimal of a lifestyle that anything above that is like, just, he's just grateful for that, you know? Right, Right. Whereas I feel like people just, they think they have to give their child the world, like everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, you're going to be grateful for the very little that you have. And well, not to say we aren't going to be able to provide more, but I don't want to. If you want your child to be resilient, then you, the child probably needs to be in resilient um, situations. Right. That builds resiliency. Right. Yeah. So actually when you want to give, you know, it may not be the best interest of the child. Yeah. Kind of depending what it is. That and, like you said earlier, when people are so overprotective, you're, you can't keep your child from harm the rest of its life. Right. So it's better to just instill that in them, the resiliency and the perse- perseverance and overcoming challenges really early on. Well, we are giving all this advice without him being here, but when he gets we'll here, we'll just have to years. go back and <laughs> play this episode and go, okay, that's what we got to do. I said it. <laughs> or in two, three years I'm like the most helicopter mom ever What are you doing? What are you doing? Where are you going? What are you doing? What is that in your hand? <laughs> oh, I hope I'm not like that Am I like that, with, oh, am I like that with Berkeley? I mean, I don't know A little bit I give him a little bit more leniency on, on things You're more um, Like last night in the dark You know, let him like, oh, no, 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 no. I'd be like Psh. That's go. only because I don't want him to go in the mud. Yeah, I don't care because 
I think dogs have this special thing on their paws where it just like comes off. I don't know. It's like they just clean themselves magically. Well, I don't think they clean themselves. It just takes a little. Just try not to towel. make a mess. Yeah. All right. Well, that was good. Just takes a towel. I am hungry. Again. So you're hungry. We're gonna go eat. So you're cooking medium steaks. <laughs> if you go to the grocery store and buy them. I'm on my way. Hey, it's been fun. It's been real. We just touched, touched <laughs> bump fuzzies. Those are fuzzies, aren't they? <laughs> Better believe it. I just want to say that I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. And as your birthday draws near, it's just been a special time in my life having you as my partner. And I just think you're a very amazing human being. You're equally uh, beautiful on the inside as you are outside. And cheers to another revolution around the sun. Thanks, babe. I love you. I'm proud of you. I love you, too. That's not my present, is it? Not yet. Okay. Just uh, just some (laughs) kind words. Love you. Love you, too. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.